yo, 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 yo. What is up? Welcome back to the NBA Hoops at Lunch show here on the Outkick Bets podcast feed. I'm the host, Jeff Clark, and I'm here to break down the NBA Friday slate. Um, there's nine games tipping off in the NBA tonight. I have three best bets. So those are the games that I'll be covering. I'll be discussing the New Orleans Pelicans visiting the Detroit Pistons, the Washington Wizards hosting the New York Knicks, and a matchup from the NBA bubble playoffs, rematch from the NBA bubble playoffs between the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Clippers. I took Thursday off from handicapping the NBA to focus on the NFL wildcard weekend. As I'm sure most of you who are subscribed to the Outkick Bets uh, podcast have already seen, um, but for those of you who aren't, be sure to check out the NFL Super Wildcard Weekend betting breakdown I did with the homie Dan. We give best bets, analysis, um, picks for for sides, totals, player props, team totals. Just a real deep dive into all six games in the NFL Wildcard Weekend. So check that out. Um, I was I did produce a podcast Wednesday. I went two and one. In my Wednesday picks, I hit the over 231 in Pelican Celtics. I hit oh, I hit Milwaukee Bucks minus four and a half against the Atlanta Hawks. And my one miss was the over 18 and a half player points prop in the uh, for Jamal Murray when the Nuggets played the Phoenix Suns. They ended up closing at 19 and a half, so I got the better end of the number. But he finished with 16 points in a Nuggets blowout of Phoenix. So. Two and one Wednesday. I am six and three this week. Twelve and eight in my podcast record, which is, albeit a small sample size, but a, a vast and significant improvement from my um, NBA regular season record pre-podcast. So, hopefully, we can keep the good momentum rolling. Finish this week strong, um, and head into the NFL Wild Card Weekend with a little more units in our bankroll. So. Three games here that I like in the NBA slate. It's a nine-game slate on Friday. Pretty solid matchups. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm just saying that because I found three different games to bet, and I'm trying to hype it up a little bit. But uh, the first game that I'm looking at here, the New Orleans Pelicans at the Detroit Pistons. I'm going to go over uh, the total of 234 at DraftKings, which is shaded up to minus 115. Um, this number opened at 233 and has been steamed up to 234, 235, depending on, on where you're shopping, um, by the market. And I would assume that your average Joe isn't betting the New Orleans Pelicans Detroit Pistons game on a Friday before NFL wildcard weekend. So I'm assuming the movement from 233 to 234, 234 and a half is in fact sharp money, especially when you consider there's the three best players from both teams are out with injuries. Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram for the New Orleans Pelicans are still uh, out with injury. And then of course, Cade Cunningham has been out for for weeks now and will be out for the rest of the season for the Detroit Pistons yet money is barreling into the over the market or the sports books are reacting by making the over more expensive so at least the the books are are um kind of vouching for the money coming in on the over 
Detroit this season is 13-5-1 to the over as home underdogs. Um, at, and they have a plus 8.1 total margin in those games. Right now the Pelicans are getting six points. Or excuse me, the Pelicans are laying six points at Detroit. The Pistons score four more points per game at home. Um, and the Pistons are 5-1 and one to the over in their last six games, which includes three straight overs. New Orleans also has played three consecutive um, games that cashed overs. We we obviously hit one with the Pelicans, uh, Celtics the other night, and pretty sure we hit one earlier this week. Let me scroll back real quick. Um, we did. We hit the Pelicans and Wizards over 228 and a half earlier this week. So we've profited on the recent run of overs for the Pelicans, and we're going back to the well here because both of these teams play at a top five pace in the NBA. Detroit's actually third in pace this month. Um, and, you know, both are, are missing key offensive players, which typically tells me um, or suggests to me that teams are going to pick up the pace because they want to get more possessions since the half-court offense is a little not as crisp, um, especially, you know, when you're missing your best players. Also, typically teams uh, want to randomize the game when, when they're down um, a couple key scorers. So, i.e. getting more possessions, getting more three-point attempts. So if if either team can get hot from the field, um, this this game could soar over. The Pelicans are 15-5 and five to the over on the road with a plus 5.7 total margin. Um, so I like this game to go over. Pelicans, again, have been going over a lot lately. And <clears throat> the location-based over-under trends really support this play. So... First best best bet in the Friday slate is over 234 Pelicans-Pistons. Next game, which is um, a 7 o'clock Eastern Standard tip-off, as was the Pelicans at the Pistons. I'm looking at the Knicks at the Washington Wizards, and I'm going to lay 4.5 with the New York Knicks, which is also shaded up to minus 115 and has also... Been hit by line movement, sharp line movement. I would I would assume uh, DraftKings earlier this morning or late last night, excuse me, had the Knicks favored minus three. Um, Pinnacle Sportsbook, which is like the sharpest sportsbook in town or in the world, <clears throat> quickly moved the Knicks up to minus four, and now DraftKings is all the way up to minus four and a half. So money's coming in on the Knicks, whether it's sharp or not, I'm not sure, but the line movement would suggest. The books at least respect the money coming in on the Knicks. Washington just snapped a three-game winning streak by beating Chicago 100-97. But they lost their prior three games by double digits. And and DeMar DeRozan was missing uh, from that game uh, for the the Bulls. So um, Washington didn't have a very impressive performance in their own right. They caught Chicago at a low point, missing its best score, and only won 197. And they were down heavily early in that game. But the New York Knicks are really good as um, as as road favorites. This year, they're 4-1 against the spread as road favorites with a plus 13 margin of victory and a plus 9.5 ATS margin. Since the beginning of last season, the Knicks have covered 12 of 18 games as road favorites with a plus five spread differential 
over the last six games um, heading into this matchup. The Knicks are 5-1 and one straight up, 4-2 and two against the spread. They're third in non-garbage time net rating and third and um and and have a ATS differential of plus six point three over the last two weeks. So the Knicks are trending up. Uh the Wizards are also a little banged up. They have three or four starters that are either listed as questionable or out. Bradley Beal is sidelined with an injury. Kristaps Porzingis is banged up and questionable on the on the injury report as is Daniel Gafford and Monty Morris. Um so we're getting we're getting the the Wizards a little banged up versus the Knicks team that's rolling right now. Julius Randle, who's the Knicks leading scorer and is having uh, a bounce back season after really sucking last year, really balls out on the road. He shoots close to 3% better from the field. Um, on the road and roughly 12% better from behind the arc on the road um, compared to at home. And me and my brother talk about this actually uh, pretty occasionally because we're originally from New York and, and Knicks fans. But New York is a bad home team this year and a really good road team. The reason why they have poor re- home results, though, is because they're one of the few teams whose uh, visitors come in with come in with um with full effort and 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 really try to make a, put on a show in in Madison Square Garden, right? That's always been the the Knicks thing or the New York thing is that everyone who comes to Madison Square Garden, aka the Mecca of basketball according to Michael Jordan, tries to put on a, a show and has a, ha, have its best game of the season. So, um the Knicks regardless of their record are going to get everyone's full attention whenever someone comes uh, to the garden. So the Knicks are better away from home, hence the the ATS record. They've covered four of the last five visits in uh, 2DC, and they're 24-7 and seven against the number in their last um, 31 road games. So Knicks... Um, Knicks are a phenomenal team to bet on on the road. So we'll lay the four and a half here. Um, opened at minus three. Getting to it a little late, but I would play it up to, I guess, minus five here. I don't want to get too greedy. So that's the second best bet. My third best bet in the NBA Friday slate and final pick here is the under in the new the Denver Nuggets Los Angeles Clippers game, which is two twenty four and a half. Um, that opened up at around 226. So we're getting a little late to the party, but I think this number is still good down to 223 and a half. The Clippers are still without Paul George and Luke Kennard. We bet the under in a Clippers Mavericks game earlier this week based on part of this rationale. The Clippers offense is significantly less potent with Paul George and Luke Kennard missing. Uh, Paul George is, in a lot of ways, the Clippers' point guard, and they don't really have a floor general or someone to organize the offense when Paul George isn't playing. Um, and Luke Kennard is there is is just a an immaculate floor spacing three point shooter who helps open driving lanes for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard by his presence. Um, you can't leave Luke Kennard open, so the the proximity of the opponent's three point defense just inherently opens up lanes for for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and gives them more ISO matchups where their help defense can't 
can't get involved because they don't want to lose Luke Kennard. Um, Nikola Jokic, the reigning two-time MVP for the Nuggets, is listed as questionable to play Friday. He doesn't ever miss time, so I don't think he'll end up missing Friday. So there's an argument to just wait until he's officially announced um, active and and bet the, the total at that number. Maybe he shoots back up to 225 or even as high as 226 once people see Jokic is playing. Um, but Jamal Murray is, is listed as probable in the injury report, and I think it should be closer to questionable. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but he did tweak his ankle in the fourth quarter of Denver's previous game versus the Suns, and he did have a uh, a knee injury that sidelined him for all last season. I think the, the, the standard or the trend for NBA franchises is to be on the more cautious side of player management and, and injury management, so... I wouldn't be surprised if, if Murray is actually um, rested in this game. Um, furthermore, the the Clippers are just a stone-cold under team at home. They're 3-18 and to the under at home this season with a minus 11 um, margin on the total. They've cashed five um, unders in their last six games versus teams with a 60% winning rate or better. The Denver Nuggets are actually one of the best teams in the uh, in in the West this um, entering this game. In fact, they are the uh, tied for first with with the Memphis Grizzlies in the Western Conference standings. The um, the under has cashed in five straight Denver Clipper meetings that have that have been in Los Angeles, which again goes along the lines with the the Clippers home over under trends. Both teams have a slow pace. Denver's 20th in pace, and the Clippers are 22nd in pace. So fewer possessions, fewer points is the logic. Denver is 24th in three-point attempt rate. So even if they get hot from the field, it might it might not be from behind three. So there's you know like if it's if it's twos instead of threes, um, there's a better chance um, the under is going to cash at that at that rate. Um, given that. You know, again, Nuggets aren't just wet in threes. Both are good defensive rebounding teams, and both are bad um, or have uh, low defensive turnover rates. So there's going to be a lot of long one and done possessions that are ended with defensive rebounds. Um, also, the the pros are on the under here, and the the Joes are on the over, according to uh, Veasan at DraftKings right now. Um, roughly 53% of the money is on the under, whereas three-fourths of the bets placed are on the over. Obviously, the cash column is considered the sharper side of the market because uh, professional bettors put in a lot more money than the average Joe. So if you see a bunch of tickets, but the money is going in the opposite direction, it's typically wise to follow the money in those scenarios. So we're going to go under... 224 and a half in the Clippers Nuggets game. And then again, we're going to go, um, we're going to lay four and a half with the Knicks and go over 234 for the Pelicans Pistons. That's it. That's the end of the NBA hoops at lunch show here on Friday. Uh, best of luck on all your NFL handicaps or NFL wildcard bets. 
Uh, best of luck on all sports gambling action. I'll be talking to you guys probably next, well, definitely next week. Um, I'm expecting to come back with a Monday NBA podcast, but peace out.